what is going on everybody how are you doing this evening i'm sitting in front of this computer watching the daily time frames close down in about an hour here i hope you are doing wonderful i am your boy christian israel and you are tuned into the third episode of the day this is new creation capital podcast this is the place where we discuss what happens in the world today the stock market and yes digital assets this is the place this is the one-stop shop for you to get everything that you need in your day for your christ and crypto because as i love to say Jesus makes you a new you by giving you a new future because in him, you are a new creation, guys. Now, I tell you, this is a place where we discuss what happens in the world today in episode 161. Hey, California. Hey, California. I used to live in Los Angeles. Not, I'm not a place I plan on moving back to anytime soon. Well, you can kiss Uber and Lyft goodbye in three minus T minus three days. Yes, Uber and Lyft, goodbye, California. And that's what we're going to talk about today. If this is your first time stopping by this channel, please subscribe to the channel, like the channel, hit that notification bell for notifications when I go live or when I upload another podcast. Like I said, this is the third one of the day. Please comment below. Let me know what you think of today's story, of anything else I talk about. In the meantime, that's enough of this. Let me let me give you some of that. Let's jump into today's story. All right, Mindy Robinson, who was a um, person that was running for office out of Nevada. I follow her on Twitter, at heart Mindy. Mindy Robinson, she put this up, and I happen to see it on her Twitter. Uh, and she says, because the commies in California decided that companies like Uber and Lyft had to provide the financial impossibility of providing gig workers with health care, etc. 220,000 working Californians will be out of work starting this Friday. Stop voting Democrat is what she says here. Now, full disclosure, when I lived in Chicago seven, eight years ago, eight years ago, nine years ago, Right when Lyft and Uber started, I drove for Uber. I was an Uber driver for one winter, um, and honestly, I loved it. It was easy. I got paid. It was quick, and I was a, I was a contractor. I was not an employee. I liked it that way. As an as a subcontractor, I got to do what I want, work my own hours. So I couldn't. I don't know if I could be an employee because that doesn't give me the freedom that I would get. But here is the article. Let's see what the article says. This is from the feed.org Foundation for Economic Education. The title is Why Uber and Lyft are about to shut down all California operations this Friday. This Friday. And it was unpreventable. Now, you guys know Elon Musk is leaving California. Joe Rogan, the number one pod podcast person in the world, is leaving California. In fact, a lot of people are leaving California. The only people that I know that are staying in California are people who don't see what is going on in California. I lived there. I loved it. Now that I moved away and I see what's really going on, I would never move back, including, including the announcement that they are passing a bill right now for millionaires in California. If you move out of California, they're going to tax you for 10 years. Millionaires, if you leave California, California is still trying to tax you. 
I won't get into Governor Newsom and all those other things. I'm just not a fan of the state the way it's ran. I love the property. I love the ocean side. I love the weather. I don't like who runs it. And here is a perfect example why. This is written by uh, Brad Palumbo. He says, this Friday, Uber and Lyft are set to entirely shut down ride-sharing operations in California. The business's exit from the Golden State will leave hundreds of thousands of drivers unemployed and millions of Californians chasing an expensive cab. Sadly, this was unpreventable. In September 2019, the California state legislature passed AB5, a now infamous bill harshly restricting independent contracting and freelancing across many industries. By requiring ride-sharing apps such as Uber and Lyft to reclassify their drivers as full employees, the law mandated that the companies provide health care and benefits to all drivers in their system and pay additional taxes. Now, just saying, they're subcontractors. I was working and building my other company and driving for Uber as I did it. I did not want to be a full-time employee because to be a full-time employee means I have to work 40 hours a week in order to get that. Now you're forcing me as a company, which I don't like. I run a company right now. I don't want the government forcing me to do anything that I don't that I don't think is best for my own uh, clients and best for my own employees. It says here, legislators didn't realize the drastic implications their legislation would have. They were simply hoping to improve working conditions in the gig economy. The unintended consequences may end up destroying it instead. Now here's why. AB5 went into effect in January, and now a judge has ordered Uber and Lyft to comply with the regulation, making the drastic transformation by August 20th, a la two days. Since compliance is simply unaffordable, the companies are going to shut down operations in California. Why would they do something if they can't afford it? Shut it down. 220,000 people. 220,000 people are getting ready to lose their jobs. Their entire business model was based upon independent contracting. So providing full employee benefits is prohibitively expensive. Neither Uber nor Lyft actually make a profit. Converting their workforce to full-time employees would cost them $3,625 per driver in California, reported by Quartz. That's enough to boost Uber's annual operating loss by $500 million and Lyft's a little under half of that at $290 million. Essentially, California legislators put these companies in an impossible position. It makes perfect sense that they leave the state in response. It's clear that despite the good intentions behind the ride-sharing regulation, I'm going to put good intentions in quotations, this outcome will leave 220,000 Californians worse off. By the way, again, if you live in L.A., San Francisco, really, you know, Oakland, uh, maybe Sacramento, San Diego, but I don't put those in the same category, right? Traffic is horrendous. In fact, a lot of nights, instead of driving, we would just jump in an Uber. We get an Uber X, jump in, and go where we had to go. We weren't really about driving. One, when you go out in LA, uh, BC, before Christ, I partied hard. So I was not trying to get behind a wheel. I was getting in an Uber so I could party harder, to be honest with you. And now, I guess this is good in a sense and bad. Because now you either get a cab or you drive. The transportation is horrible. It's not like a city like Chicago or New York or Atlanta that has public transportation. 
LA does not have public transportation. If it does, it's not something that a normal LA person would take because it would take you years to get where you have to go. Years to get where you have to go. And now, because of this, because California is greedy, the Democrats are greedy, and I, I don't let me get into that. Let me continue. Uber employs approximately 140,000 drivers in California. Lyft employs about 80,000. That's 220 working Californians, like I said, will now lose their income in the middle of this pandemic when we already are hurting. We're already hurting. We're already hurting. Millions of Californians benefit on not only the, the, the getting the money from Lyft or driving for Lyft and Uber, the people who take it now again have to spend more money on cabs that are not worth it. They charge you 20 bucks before you get in the car. It is crazy to me. Crazy to me. But again, in California, they're not focused on the normal person. They're focused on taking your money. They don't care about your daily they don't care. They don't care. Perfect example. Per now, I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to go into that. So, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Are you happy that Uber's gone? Are you happy that Lyft's gone? Did you know the reason they're gone is because the people you voted into office? This isn't Trump's fault. This is Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, Gavin Newsom. These are the people you put in office that are making your life harder, but you keep putting them in office. I don't understand why. That's what this does. Let me know below. If you completely disagree with me, that's okay too. You're allowed to disagree with me. I'm allowed to disagree with you. But no matter what, we should respect each other's opinions doesn't have to get violent but this right here this article this is what's really happening who are you going to blame for this one homeless broke 34 percent of people did not pay their rent in california this month 40 percent of these people are going to lose their houses in california this month but you keep voting the same system anyway i'm done i'm done that's your daily input. Now, let me go to something more positive and something that makes me smile on the inside all the time. All the time. All the time, he says. All the time. Let me give you your Christ. This is from Titus chapter 2. You, however, must teach what is appropriate to sound doctrine. Okay? They claim to know God, but by their actions, they deny him. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything good. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Man, that was Titus chapter 1, verse 16. I'm going to read that one more time because that was good. They claim to know God. How many people do you hear, I'll give you my prayers? How many people have said, God is first, but then they do things that just, I don't know. I, I I don't know. They claim to know God, but by their actions, they deny him. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything good. Man, 
I did not expect to read that just now. I just opened it up and turned right to it. That's tough. But how true is that? Anyway, you guys know I can talk about the Bible for hours and days. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And those who truly believe in Christ, this is a big, big year. Big, big year. Anyway, I want you guys to watch more of my videos, so I'm not going to keep talking about it. You can check out my Sunday scriptures every single weekend. Episode 156 is about Christ and crypto being in this space and being a believer in Jesus. Or episode 146, I talk about sharing our faith in Christ. What do you guys think? Is California kissing Uber and Lyft goodbye a good thing or a bad thing? Is 222,000 people losing their jobs a good thing because the people that you vote into office? I don't know. You tell me below. If you agree with the scripture, give me an amen. Give me an amen below. That's what I love to see. Anyway, this is the end of episode 161. I am your boy, Christian Israel, and you are tuned into the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is the place where we discuss what happens in the world today, the stock market, and yes, digital assets. This is the one-stop shop for you to get everything that you need for your day in Christ and crypto. Because as I love to say, Jesus makes you a new you by giving you a new future because in him, you are a new creation. Guys, please remember, God loves you. I love you. You are loved. And until next time, guys, peace and love. God bless you all. Later, guys. You lose your phone, you hit a button, it starts beeping. I don't know how $100 billion in a Wall Street product just goes missing. Maybe we need to find my CLO thing. Now is the historical moment, the time, not only to fight severe virus, but to shape the system. We have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. So we must use all the levers we have at our disposal, knowing that each and every one of us has a vital role to play. Now is the time to think what history would say about this crisis. And now is the time for all of us to define our own role. What is it that would make it so that history would look at this crisis as the great opportunity for reset? The Great Reset is a welcome recognition that this human tragedy must be a wake-up call. It is imperative that we reimagine, rebuild, redesign, reinvigorate and rebalance our world. Bank branches and ATMs will start disappearing across the country as the pandemic shifts Australians further towards a cashless economy. The use of cash has more than halved as many retailers switch to cards and phone payments, transforming the way we use money.